The Knoll by Ginger Kukulo Chapter 1 A Blessing and a Curse Knock, Ireland, 1845 It is bitter cold. I am awake and wet, wishing I was somewhere else. Ma always places me next to an earthen wall, hoping the dirt will keep me warm and protected. It is usually a good spot, but the constant rain has proven Mother Nature is stronger than the shanty we call home. A flogging of water gushed down the lower part of my back. Whoever in the sky was aiming at me picked a perfect spot. There were only two parts of my body open to the air, and it doesn't seem as though my leg was their first choice. I scoot over slightly to get away from another possible drenching and lie there with my cheek next to the earth, staring into a dark space, my upper body soaking wet. I want to be dry and fall asleep again. My thoughts wander to Mora, and I allow myself to daydream. I begin to recall a time when I was on the floor and could see the shadows of those dancing around me on the ceiling as flames flickered brightly from the candles that were lit. My eyes wander in the darkness, wanting to see those lights, but only able to see the shadows from the moon's light. Time passes, and I grow drowsy, imagining the flickering of the flames. My eyes get heavy, and without understanding how, the moment transforms, and I am there, the same place, but a different time. Everyone is laughing and singing. Ma seems to be the most joyful tonight, and her laughing pleases everyone. I lie there catching my breath a moment longer before jumping up and dancing again. Da is sitting in a chair at the end of our table, watching all of us, while Ma goes back and forth playing with our neighbors, dancing and singing, and trying to get Da up to dance with her. He does not think he is any good at dancing, but this worry about ability to dance does not seem to be in the minds of anyone else as they frolic about looking as though a medieval creature is amongst us and has just bitten them. Da enjoys watching the shenanigans and has the best laugh, a deep, contagious laugh that lets you know he is honestly enjoying the moment and happy his family is so merry. And we are, stomping and singing as loud as we can. Come on, Da, Moore yells. Dance with us. Moore and I run over to pull at his arms. Whoa, if you pull any harder, you'll be dancing with just me arms. He flails his arms as if they were free from his body, but it doesn't stop us from pulling. Get in the middle, Da, we scream as we try pushing him to the center of the room. Do that jig you always do. Moore slaps me on my back and my body jerks. It wasn't Moore at all but another gush of water from above. Those memories were just a dream. I take a deep breath in and let it out with utter disgust. As I lie there, I try not to move, hoping I will slip back into that dream. But my being wet and cold keeps me from those memories and the escape I desperately want. Our home leans up against a hillside and the roof is made of straw mixed with mud. The rain comes down through the spot where our roof meets the soil. The shelter works well enough, but time has worn it down, and it now gives way under the pressure of the rain. As I stare into the darkness, I remember my dream and the festive gathering. It had Ma and Da, my older sister Mora, my younger brother Quinlan, and two other families. I don't think it was any particular celebration, just a gathering. How I wish I could get back to that dream. It was such a wonderful time. 
but it is only a memory. While we still gather, it is no longer as lively as I remember, and it is rare. The sounds have changed. Sounds have always been peculiarly intense to me. I do not think of the intensity as a bad thing, but as a gift, one where the sounds heard are instant memories for me to picture things in my head. There are new sounds now, and ones I would rather forget, but right now they are part of my life, and I do not know if I will ever be able to forget them. Memories can be both a blessing and a curse. I am glad I have them. I see them as a blessing knowing those that were with us, even for a short amount of time, loved us. My sister Mora is gone. She died this past year from a fever and terrible headache. I think they called it typhus. I miss her desperately, and so, you see, 